Hello friend, big big welcomes to the quiz cupboard. Have a seat on a plastic tub full of photo albums. I'm John, as you know, and I have in my hand 20 questions for you. Divided into four mildly entertaining rounds and worth two points each, all being well. How are you anyway? Right? Okay. Well, that's great. We, we do have to get on with the quiz, I'm afraid. Everyone else is waiting, yeah. We'll catch up properly later, though. Meanwhile, round one is a lovely connections round. Answer the first four general knowledge questions correctly, and you'll notice a connection between those answers, which will be useful, as the fifth question will be, what is the connection between the previous four answers? Should we begin? Good. Question one, absolute quiz classic. Here it is. What does the acronym NASA stand for? N-A-S-A. What does it stand for? NASA is question one. Question two. What American sitcom, which ran from 1991 to 1999, starred Tim Allen as the host of fictional TV show Tool Time? One more time, question two. What American sitcom, which ran from 1991 to 99, starred Tim Allen as the host of fictional TV show Tool Time? Question three. What is the one-word name of the Rupert Holmes song, subtitled The Pina Colada Song? That was question three. What is the one-word name of the Rupert Holmes song subtitled The Pina Colada Song? Question four. What word can follow gear, red, and graveyard to make commonly used phrases? Once again, what word can follow gear, red, that's the colour red, and graveyard to make commonly used phrases? And question five. Surprise, surprise. What is the connection between the previous four answers? You've already got it. I can just tell. Uh, so that's great. Round two will be along any minute. Trust me. Sorry, Hans. Wrong guess. Would you like to go for double jeopardy where the scores can really change? I watched Die Hard today because it's December. You know, he really does make that buzzer noise from the clip you just heard. It's an extraordinary sound to make with your mouth. Okay, moving on. False Instruments is the format for round two, wherein I play you some musical creations of the mild crime against nature type. Five well-known song introductions, but played on weird and wonderful instruments with the help of my trusty sidekick, Gary the Keyboard. Your task, and this is the important bit, is to name the song an original artist. Let's hear number one, which is now on some lovely strings. Very nice. Up until the end, of course. Song title and original artist, please. Question two is on the rather specific South African singers. That intro is rather longer and more repetitive, so I thought I'll spare us all from that and end it there. Uh, question three is coming up on a couple of analog synth sounds. Sounds rather nice in my opinion. Oh 
or you recognize it, but do you know the name of the song and the artist? That is literally the question. Question three, that was. Question four is coming up. Caribbean steel drums, of course. bit longer, maybe a bit more difficult. Uh, if you're not sure about that one, trust me, it is a very well-known song. And to the people who got number four, I say the same thing about question five. Trust me, people do know this song. Uh, Tango, Accordion and Duck, by the way. There are some vocalizations in there, so I just, I just threw a duck in there. Okay, who did it and what on earth did they call it? Round two ends there. And round three begins here. It's another run out for double or nothing or something. Each of the five questions has exactly two correct answers. No more, no less. Two. Each correct answer is worth a point, but there is a small amount of suspense involved as any wrong answer you give means no points for that question, even if you got the other one correct. You can choose to just say one answer and leave the other slot blank, then you get the one point, which is something, but the option is there to gamble in a double or nothing scenario with very little actual jeopardy. So for question one, we're sticking with the musical theme because I want to know the first names of Simon and Garfunkel. The musical duo Simon and Garfunkel. They are their surnames. I would like to know their first names, please. Question two. Countries beginning with the letter Z or Z if you say Z. I say Z. Countries beginning with Z is question two. There are two. Tell me one or both. Question three. The first names, please, of Harry Potter's parents. That is the well-known literary character, Harry Potter. His parents are named in the books, um, and I'd like to know what their first names are, please. Question four. Post-war UK prime ministers in office for over 10 years. So post-war, I'm obviously talking about the Second World War then. So since 1945, two UK prime ministers have been in office for over 10 years. Who are they? And question five. Cluedo suspects who used the title Mrs. So out of the six main suspects in the board game Cluedo, known in the US as Clue, there are two of them who use the title Mrs. something. So I'd like to know what comes after Mrs. for both of those suspects, please. So that's all the questions I've got. I realise maybe you might need some more time to have a think about those answers, mull them over. So I will reiterate now, it's fine to pause, uh, rewind, there are no rules. It's very relaxed. You can take your shoes and socks off, whatever you like. Um, round four is still to come, though, so come back after this music. Wait a minute. Disappointed! 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 This is my world. 
And that wonderful acting clip ushers in Script in Two, a movie round where I and a special celebrity guest read brief scenes from five classic films. You name the film and the actor my guest was reading in for. Everyone goes home happy. My guest this week, you know him from The Shawshank Redemption, Million Dollar Baby, and most importantly, March of the Penguins. It's Morgan Freeman. Hello, John. Hello. Just to narrow it down for you today, Morgan is going to be reading the lines of actors who won Oscars for these specific roles during the 1990s. So remember, I want the film and the actor that Mr. Freeman is reading in for. Shall we begin with number one? Great. May I see your credentials? Certainly. Closer, please. Closer. That expires in one week. You're not real FBI, are you? I'm still in training at the Academy. Jack Crawford sent a trainee to me. Yes, I'm a student. I'm here to learn from you. Maybe you can decide for yourself whether or not I'm qualified enough to do that. Hmm, that is rather slippery of you, Agent Starling. Okay, and scene. Did you get all that? I feel like him calling me Agent Starling at the end might be a bit of a clue. Name of the film and the name of the Oscar-winning actor who uh, was awarded for that performance, please. Question two begins with me. Here we go. Ha ha ha, you're really funny. What do you mean I'm funny? It's funny, you know, it's it's a good story. It's funny. You're a funny guy. What do you mean? You mean the way I talk? What? It's just, you know, you're just funny. You, you know, the way you tell the story and everything. Funny how? What's funny about it? And scene, and so on and so on. It's a fairly legendary scene, but it does get a bit more profane as it goes on, so I think we'll leave it there. Question three. Morgan, you begin. Here we go. She comes to him dressed as a boy. And thus is unable to declare her love. But all ends well. How does it? I don't know. It's a mystery. You will never age for me, nor fade, nor die. Nor you for me. Goodbye, my love. A thousand times goodbye. Write me well. And scene. Write me well. Indeed, who was written well there? Question four begins with Morgan. Here we go. I'm your number one fan. Where? We're just outside Silver Creek. How long? You've been here two days. It's gonna be okay. My name is Annie Wilkes. My number one fan. Ah, uh, yes, that's right. I'm also a nurse. And scene. All sounds very cosy and comforting, doesn't it? Question five is our final one, and it begins with me. Here we go. What can I do for you, Rod? You just tell me what can I do for you. It's a very personal, very important thing. Hell, it's a family motto. Are you ready? I'm ready. I want to make sure you're ready, brother. Here it is. Show me the money. And scene, show me the money indeed. Right, I hope that was all audible enough for you. Remember, I want the name of the film each time and the name of the actor who originally performed Morgan's lines. Right, the answers will be coming up after whatever happens now. Okay, think back to round one. That was our connections round. Let's get straight to it. Question one, what does the acronym NASA stand for? I'm going to give you two points here if you get it completely correct. One point if you only get one word wrong, because I'm a very forgiving type. The answer is National Aeronautics and Space Administration. National Aeronautics and Space Administration. So if you said agency, let's say, instead of administration, but you got all the others right, one point. But if you got the whole thing, two points. Well done to you. 
Question two, the American sitcom that featured the fictional TV show Tool Time and the actor Tim Allen. The answer is Home Improvement. Home Improvement for two points. Question three, what is the one word name of the Rupert Holmes song subtitled the Pina Colada song? It is Escape. Come with me and escape. Do, 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 do. Escape. Question four, what word can follow gear, red and graveyard to make commonly used phrases? The answer is shift. Gear shift, red shift as in the Doppler effect, and graveyard shift as in working nights. Shift is the answer then for two points. And finally, what is the connection between the previous four answers? Well, we had National Aeronautics and Space Administration, we had Home Improvement, we had Escape, and we had Shift. They all contain words that appear on a computer keyboard. Space, Home, Escape, Shift, keys on a computer keyboard keyboard so if you said keyboard or anything similar you're going to get the final two points there well done for getting that connection round two was false instruments let's listen to those again but i've stitched on the end uh, part of the song sometimes i've skipped like i said before some of the intro to save us a bit of time so here's number one Yeah, let's keep that clip fairly short, shall we? It is the Beatles with Here Comes the Sun. So one point for each of those elements of the answer. Here Comes the Sun, one point, Beatles, one point. Question two. Yes, it's the truly incessant I Got a Feeling by the Black Eyed Peas. Black Eyed Peas, I Got a Feeling uh, is the answer. Question three was this. It's Radiohead with No Surprises. No Surprises by Radiohead is your answer for question three. Here's question four. We skip the light, Fandango. Yeah, straight from the summer of love into your ears, 1967's A Whiter Shade of Pale by Procol Harum. Procol Harum, the group... A Whiter Shade of Pale, the song. And question five was this. Yeah, breathing into the microphone there. If you've not heard Billie Eilish before, that's what she sounds like. Billie Eilish, the artist, and the song is called Bad Guy. So Bad Guy, your other point there. And that's the end of that False Instruments round, a rather successful one. I hope you agree. Round three was Double on Nothing or Something, our little uh, minor gambling round. Two correct answers for each question. So number one, first names of Simon and Garfunkel. The two answers I'm looking for are Paul for Paul Simon and Art for Art Garfunkel. If you said Arthur, that is, of course, also correct because Art is short for Arthur. So Paul for one point, Art 
for uh, for one point. But if you guessed one right and one wrong, you get nothing, I'm afraid. If you guessed one and you guessed nothing for the second, you get one point. That's how it works. I'm sure you're keeping up. Question two, countries beginning with Z. Zambia and Zimbabwe are the two answers here. If you put Zanzibar, I'm afraid you are wrong. That is a small island group in the Indian Ocean that belongs to the country of Tanzania, so not an independent country as of yet. So Zambia and Zimbabwe for question two. Question three, the parents of Harry Potter are called Lily and James. Yes, Lily James. She gets everywhere nowadays. Question four, post-war UK Prime Minister is in office for over 10 years. Well, Margaret Thatcher is one the entirety of the 80s, pretty much. She was the Prime Minister. And Tony Blair got in over 10 years between 1997 and 2007. So Blair and Thatcher, your two correct answers there. Question five, Cluedo suspects who use the title Mrs. Well, not Miss Scarlet, that is for certain. She makes it very clear that she is unmarried. Um, Mrs. White is one and Mrs. Peacock is the other. White and Peacock, your two answers for question five in round three. Round four was script in two with, quote, Morgan Freeman, end quote. We're going to hear one line from each of them just to remind you uh, what it was, and then I'll tell you the answers. So uh, question one was the one that included this line. Mm, that is rather slippery of you, Agent Starling. On this evidence, I think uh, Morgan Freeman would have been pretty good at playing this part. Anthony Hopkins, the actor playing Hannibal Lecter in Silence of the Lambs. So Silence of the Lambs for one point there, and Anthony Hopkins for the other one. I was playing Clarice Starling, of course, played by Jodie Foster, but I wasn't looking for either of those answers. Question two had this in it. What do you mean I'm funny? A famous scene from Goodfellas there, Joe Pesci winning Best Supporting Actor at the Oscars that year for playing that role. So Joe Pesci for one point and Goodfellas for the other. Question three, bit of a tricky one maybe. She comes to him dressed as a boy. Maybe you spotted the subtly Shakespearean language in there and perhaps you could tell that Morgan was doing an impression of Gwyneth Paltrow as he read those lines. Gwyneth Paltrow, one point, Shakespeare in love for the other. Shakespeare in love, the film. Question four. I'm your number one fan. Okay, maybe not as cosy as I initially made out. It is Misery, starring Kathy Bates. That's the part Morgan was reading there. Kathy Bates' role and Misery, the film. Question five. I want to make sure you're ready, brother. Here it is. Show me the money. Show me the money, along with You Had Me At Hello, one of two lines in the top 100 of all time uh, from the film Jerry Maguire. So Jerry Maguire, one answer there, and Cuba Gooding Jr., was the Academy Award winner for performing that line. Cuba Gooding Jr. for your final point of the episode. That brings us to a close for episode 24. Thanks very much for listening and playing along with this week's Quiz Cupboard. Thanks again to guest performer Morgan Freeman. Goodbye, John. So, Morgan... Oh, he's gone. Right, listener, I want to know how you did. Have you ever got the elusive maximum score of 40 out of 40 for an episode? Let me know. The email's quizcupboard at gmail.com. The social media handle is at quizcupboard. Of course it is. A little side note to finish off with. I wrote a Christmas song, which I've just found out has got to the final of the UK songwriting contest's Christmas category. It's called First One Up, and I'll put a link in the show notes if you want to give it a listen on SoundCloud. Just a mild brag for you at the end of the episode. Let's leave it there for this week. Hope you had fun. There's more where that came from next Wednesday. Don't miss it. Take care. Take care.